Welcome, welcome, welcome to Big Ben and KWIN on NoFilter.net. We also stream now on Caffeine TV, so make sure you go to Caffeine TV and follow NoFilter.net so you can see Big Ben and KWIN. If you're more of an audio podcast person, Apple, Pandora, Spotify, iHeart, everywhere you get your podcasts, you can listen to us. I'm KWIN. He's Big Ben. Today we're doing a little West Coast swing. We're going to talk Mariners. Dodgers, NFL, and how the hell do you watch the red zone this year? All of that and more. What do you want to get into? Oh, I got to get into the Mets. The what time? What is this? August 30th, Wednesday, August 30th. The Mets, the Mets K win. This isn't a Hoboken podcast. If, if I could just take, this was an ass, if I just find a Mets hat somewhere in the greater Seattle area, which is probably damn near impossible, but the Mets took out the Texas Rangers Ooh. today, which means the Mariners are again in still in first place, one game ahead of the Rangers and tied with the Astros. So the Mets, this is scoreboard watching season, K win for the for the Seattle Mariners. You watch the scoreboard as much as you do the game, especially when you're playing the lowly A's who we've now taken two out of three from. Injuries may impact. Let's talk about that a little bit. Is so I had this debate. I want your want your take on this. Julio Julio Rodriguez, top five player in baseball. Ooh. The way he's playing in August, he is a top five player in baseball. I want to see him to sustain that to a certain degree. If he can drop off a little bit. No, he's not top five player. No. Who are your top five? Otani and Acuna are, are no-brainers. Mookie Betts. Okay. Uh, I mean, I might even have to go Freddie Freeman at four. Okay. And then five. I mean, Trout's not healthy. He's out. Might have to go. I mean, this is a tough one. I mean, did we go on Aaron Judge? I, I, no, I, I don't think there is anyone else in the major in Major League Baseball outside of the number or the four that you maybe named that could put their team on the back, their back, like Julio Rodriguez has done the last month and a half. He's raised his average by fifty points. That's fifty five zero late in the season. I get you in sustaining it, but look at what the Mariners have done over that time. I think they won twenty two of twenty five over the course of that and lost those three games by a combined four runs. The pitching staff's been phenomenal, but Julio has been insane. And the only reason I don't think he comes to mind for anyone, again, we're a West Coast team. He's playing no the one's watch, West. No one's watching him. I mean, it's... it's. I, we, we retired Felix Hernandez jersey not too long ago. He went in the ring of honor. Like, you go ask a lot of people who Felix Hernandez is, probably east of Colorado, maybe. They may not know, but he yeah. was one of the best pitchers in, in Mariner history. I think Julio, being the AL Rookie of the Year, the year prior, people had expectations going into the following season. Now, he didn't pull a Kyle Lewis. No. Who won AL Rookie of the Year, and he's, I don't even think he's in the league. I have no idea where Kyle Lewis is. But the expectations weren't met early in the season. He's more than made up for it my opinion. And if you just look at the line, his stats, he was a fast, he's faster than Griffey to 50 
home run. Faster than A-Rod to 50. And here's the stat that impresses me the most about the Mariners. I went back and looked because I knew we were going to talk about them. August 15th. That's what, 15 days ago? They were seven and a half games out of first place. Today, I think they're tied for first place. And that's all because J-Rod has gone nuclear. Like over 400. All these hits, all these RBIs, all this production, all this war. I think if he could sustain that, he is a top five player. It's going to be because the most all the other players I would say that are top five have done it over a longer period of time. Yeah, it doesn't mean he can't do it. It just it's so early on in his career. But playoff baseball is so big in this country. Like people watch it. You know they they want their fill during the week before football starts on Thursday, Friday, or Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Man, if the Mariners can get that division and play meaningful non wild card games. Wow. Long set. That's make it or break it right there. Not make it or break it, Julio, but I think we have this conversation after the playoffs. You'd be saying he's a top five player, no doubt. I don't think he's that far from Mookie. He's far from Mookie. How far? Like, there is levels to this, and Mookie may be two levels above him. No, no, no. No, no. In what respect? Just for this this season output or or futures too? I'm talking futures. I'm talking historical stats, track record, awards, what he's done. Mookie was MVP in 2018. God, you're right. Mookie is raking this year. I don't know if he's a he's a tier below. Here's the thing about Julio, he's 22 years old. Mookie's got eight years on him. And that's what Julio has going against him. Just not enough of a, not big enough resume. Not big enough resume. The, the kid went to President's Club his first year. Now you got to see, see, see that he, that we overachieves again the next following years. I got you. Okay, quick, quick take. And then we can, we can, we can fade on the Mariners. You are a betting man. It's a three-horse race. Rangers, Mattress, Max, Astros, and my Seattle Mariners. Who do you got in win place show? So win the division? Is place and show, does, do they go to the wild card or does place go that, to the that's, wild card? I, I, that's for you to determine. All right. I would say, I would say if you show, you, you aren't making the, the wild card. Okay. I would think it's the same thing that's going on in the AL East with Toronto beating up on the Red Sox, with the Red Sox beating up on and the Rays there. So if as of today, August 30th, when we're recording it, the Mariners are tied with the Astros for first, and the Rangers are one game back. The Rangers have been playing awful. They're three out of their last seven. Am I really going to pick the Astros after how much I've clowned them over the last couple of years? Listen, they're deeper than the Mariners. I'll, I'll give them that, at least from a hitting perspective. Tucker, Alvarez, Bergman, like Tuve, Altuve. They got four guys up front that I would I, I cringe when they walk up to the plate. And they got Verlander back. They got Dusty. All right, 
Only because I hope the K win jinx is in effect. I'm going the Astros will win. I believe the Mariners will place. And I believe the Rangers will show their way out of the playoffs and not get the wild card. I tend to agree with you. And I hope the same thing. The reverse jinxes. I, I watched the Astros, just a tale of the Astros game um, two nights ago. And that lineup is so deep and just yeah. and ferocious too. Like just like a ball. It's not like two two hop grounders to shortstop. It's like guys line into the gap, you know, diving catches. That's how you're you're catching them. They're dangerous. And they have the experience, right? I always make fun of them. I thought the Mariners had a chance last year. The Astros swept them. Like they know the, the Astros- formula. They know the formula. Like, let's not, let's be honest. They know what it takes from a pitching perspective. They know what spot hitting, you know, they're, they probably already know whose pitching matchups could take place in some sort of wild card. Like they're already preparing for that. They've been there. The Mariners are just trying to get there. Yeah. So, all right. I agree with you. Strohs, Mariners, Rangers. I'm going to transition to my Dodgers. But before I do that, I want to talk about why no one watches ESPN anymore. Whoa. Who's no one? Grandpa, move away. Pull the plug. ESPN is so out of touch with reality. It goes back to your whole J-Rod and Felix argument. Like this Sunday, for example, who is the Sunday night game of the week? I'll tell you, it's the Yankees versus the Astros. Why would they pick that game? And if they pick that game, they should have flexed it out. Because you know who's playing a four-game stat starting Thursday that ends on Sunday? It's the Braves versus the Dodgers. That is the number one and number two team in the NL. The two teams that have the best shot of going to the World Series. And also the top two NL MVP candidates in Betts and Acuna. And don't give me this, oh, the Yankees and the Astros have a rivalry. It was 2018 when Altuve hit that home run and was covering up all of that surveillance equipment he had. And then last year, the Astros swept the Yankees. And then this year, the Yankees are the worst team in the AL East. And since the All-Star break, they've only won 15 games. You know who's won 15 games? Your Kansas City Royals. The A's have won stinking 14 games. Flex that game out. They already had, if you know this, like the Big Apple is going to be in big names in terms of advertisers. People are going to line up for that. Houston. People are lining up for Aaron Rodgers' debut. That's true. Everyone in Long Island is. But I mean, I get your sentiments. It's it's all about money. ESPN, it's all about. They're trying to get bought. More money. And we should start a network where money doesn't matter. We just go get the best games. But this is why we started this podcast. To get rid of the East Coast bias. The Dodgers Mm -hmm. rookie bets should be on Sunday night playing the Braves in L.A. But they don't want to show that because they need to show the Big Apple. You you want to know why? As well, the average age of the people that are watching this baseball game, Ken Wynn, is like 56. They're old. They want to go to bed before 10. Like that's that's a no-brainer. This game, that game wouldn't start till ten. Bump it up. Give a five o'clock start on the West Coast. Oh, that would screw everything up. That would that would screw up the seventh inning stretch. That would, but I know what you're saying. 
I know what you're saying. It's unfortunate. So Dodgers also play the Mariners here. Ooh, where are you going? Right. I'm, I'm absolutely there. I'll wear a Mookie Betts jersey just for you. You should. No. Half, half well, Mookie, half Jerry. The last thing I want to touch on the Dodgers is, is El Segundo Little League. Shout out to El Segundo Little League. Not too far from here. Won the Little League World Series. They had that wicked one-two punch. They had Brody Brooks and Lewis Lappy. I might be butchering Lewis's last name, but Lewis hit that walk-off to win it in the seventh. And I didn't know this. In Little League, you have 12 players that hit, and all 12 players have to hit, so you have to front-load the order. So they put their best two hitters at the top of the order. And you know who else does that? Another team in Los Angeles with Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. Freddie's got 50 doubles. He's going to hit 30 home runs. 100 RBIs, Mookie's on his way to the next MVP, and they took a page out of the book from El Segundo Little League. Uh, are we sure that's true? I mean, I think it's the... I think El Segundo probably copied <laughs> the Dodgers, but El Segundo is sitting on top of the world right now, so we just had to give him a little shout-out. Would you rather hit a walk-off home run, as that kid did from El Segundo, to win the Little League World Series? Or hit a walk-off in the College World Series. College World Series. You sure? Yeah. And hear me out. Because in the Little League World Series, you're 12. You might not grow anymore. You might get distracted. You might make some bad decisions. You might not be on the path to get to professional baseball or professional baseball or college baseball. But in the College World Series, I don't know. You might be able to parlay that into some quick money right away. <laughs> NIL money. There you go. I, I'm, when, I'm sure this little year is getting NIL money. How, how old do you have to be to get NIL money? 18? No. I don't think so because Bronny and Bryce James got NIL money. Yeah. You'll probably oh, see a billboard of this kid holding oh, some chocolate, chocolate milk. NIL money. <laughs> What's that? You should sponsor our podcast. He should. We'll sponsor him. Give him some equity. <laughs> okay. Let me let me look in my drawers and see if I can find some equity. All right. Do you while want? You, to... While you're looking, Mookie bets the Dodgers are 23 and four. Mookie's hitting 314, 36 homers, 94 RBIs, 112 runs. Freddie Freeman's hitting 340. The Dodgers on a roll. They're 13 games up. They're going to clinch the division. It's just a matter of will they get their pitching together, their starting pitching together in time for the playoffs. Hey, are the are the Giants a playoff team? Ooh, great segue. The Giants, every time I want to count them out, they're back in it. They're looking good. I was at home in the Bay Area the weekend. I watched a lot of games. Alex Cobb almost threw a no-hitter. Their rookie sensation. Alex Harrison from De La Salle High School struck out 11. It's all about statistics. They have no superstar. It's all about analytics. And because of that, I think they can get to the playoffs. I don't think they can win it. They don't have a Julio Rodriguez. They don't have a Freddie Freeman or Mookie Betts. And these statistical guys, I don't know how well they're going to do against frontline number one and number two pitchers. So I think the Giants get there. But I think just like two years ago when they played the Dodgers, they lose and don't advance. They need a superstar. You need a superstar to win it. 
Uh, let's 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 think back over the past World Series. I mean, you're you're absolutely correct. Alvarez, Philly got there. They have Bryce Harper. I mean, the Astros, Bregman and Altuve. Yeah. I mean, tier two superstars. Great when the Braves won it, they had Freddie Freeman. Well, why am I looking at this and seeing that there's a the Cubs are up two games in a wild card and then only nine games over 500? Who, the Cubs? I guess that's not too deep. I was just going to say that American League is far superior to the National League, but I knew that would, that would get you going. Yeah, it would get me going. What's so young? Do they evolve? Like, what? What's the Giants' play here? Like, just keep. Don't spend a ton of money. See if we can develop kids. They are trying to get players that fit a certain profile, where they can play multiple positions. They don't strike out. They're on base. They're undervalued, and they're serviceable big leaguers. Which some years it works, some years it doesn't. This year it worked. Last year it didn't. The year before that it worked. But when it means work, you can win like 95-ish games. But you need a superstar or multiple superstars. And I don't think they're going to get through anything with a bunch of hitters hitting 260 with 10 to 12 home runs. Who who would you bring in? Who do we sign? Yeah, who do you sign? Well, in the Bay Area, they're signing a Tommy. Okay. I don't I don't think that's happening. Okay, then what is happening? What could happen? Nothing. They're going to continue to trick the fans. <laughs> and they're going to say, oh, we signed Aaron Judge or tried to sign Carlos Correa. No. I think deep down, they, they just would rather sell out and win 90 games and put that money in their back pocket. They want to they prove that the algorithm works. Correct. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. That's that's the entire Bay Area, and everyone's distracted by the Warriors winning championships too. So, another thing happened in the Bay Area. If you want to transition to football, real quick, the NFL is back in how many days? Where's my red red zone timer? It's back in what? What today's Wednesday? So what is that? Eight days. Eight days. Football is back. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I'm going to go as far as say September is the third best month in sports. October is the second because in September you have NFL, you got college football, you have fantasy football, you have baseball. In October you have all of that plus basketball and hockey. In March you have March Madness, you got NFL free agencies, you got spring training. That's the best to me. But I'm getting ready. How are you going to watch these games? YouTube TV signed the exclusive deal with the NFL. How are you going to watch on Red Zone? I pulled several of my friends over the last 10 minutes. You want to hear, want to know what some of them said? What? Randy, my brother, said, what? Red Zone? I don't watch Red Zone. I'm just like, dude, you probably haven't won a fantasy league in so long. <laughs> okay. Is that the only a lot of people are confused. So I'm going to give you the cheat code. You need to have YouTube TV. You have it, right? Correct. If you don't, you need any other streaming service like Hulu, Sling, or even Fubu TV. Uh, Xfinity, 
you've got to get a sports package and you can also go to nfl plus my friend michael Pryor, shout out to michael works for the nfl said if you get nfl plus you can watch the games and you can mirror to your phone those are the ways Ooh. you can get red zone but if you want out of network games you have to sign up for youtube tv and get the nfl package do you would you really do that i guess i'm a bills fan there you like go I've, i i've had kennedy like, that's the one thing Kennedy will sit down with me and do is watch a Bills game. Um, now, here's the thing, too. The Seahawks are like in, are in trading this year, so I don't know. There's, there's probably – I'll look into the package. If you're selling them, I'm picking it up. Now, I need some – Theo wants to play. Theo, you're going to have to calm down for a little bit. Uh, I need some uh... – Theo, give me this ball. I need some marriage advice. Okay. So next week, I have three fantasy football drafts, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. What do I do? I'm so I'm right there with you on a Monday. I got back to back. We have our, our um, what's the name of the league? No or filter. What do, we, league. what do we draft on? We have our no filter league, but what's, what do we? We draft on Sleeper. Sleeper. Phenomenal app. Draft goes pretty quick from what I understand. Then I have the more belabored snake draft with some buddies. Set expectations early. Calendar invites. Like, seriously. And then you got to plan something. Like, you got to do, like, plan spa day or nails done or dinner with friends or... I'm going to have to do all three. I'm going to do flowers, spa day, and nails. There you go. You got to do something. Or, well, it depends on, have you have you won any of those leagues ever? Uh, well, so because of the Bengals-Bills game last year, I split the pot. I was down. And so I got a less amount of the pot. Does that count as a win? Well, how much was it? What? How much was it? Uh, like six hundred bucks. Okay, there. Yeah, that's that's. Hey, we won six hundred dollars last year. Don't tell her how much the entry was. Be like, how about I give you three hundred of that, and then you go oh. to the spot. Yeah, but then that covers your entry, and you're good to go. Win, win, win. I like your it. I'm in. Is, your last name is Win now. Uh, I, had a, I had a draft this past weekend. How'd it go? Auction draft. So we had. Oh, did you, you Josh Jacobs? I kept I kept Josh Jacobs in the lobby. I moved on from Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen. Which, looking back, I don't know if I should have. Had. I like but a I lot of it. It's wait, so you get to keep them at the price you got them last year. What's that? You get to I get keep, keep, I get to keep them at the price I drafted, and then it, you can keep them for one year with no uptick and then each previous year or subsequent following year goes up like five bucks So make sure you just don't hold on to them forever. Anyway, moved on. I didn't really have a strong strategy going into the draft. And I ended up with Olave. I got Cam Akers. I got Madison. I got Jacobs. Here's where I screwed up. I was heavy on Trevor Lawrence and I missed out on him. So in, 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 wait, 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 how much did you want to spend on him? So it's, it's not about how much I wanted to spend. It's this guy 
Uh, we both had 42 bucks. We both needed a quarterback. And he had one more roster spot, spot filled. So he could have gone one dollar, more dollar over me. Yeah. Or he could have stopped right before and left me with the quarterback. And then he would have cleaned up on all the subsequent bench players and players that you need. So I let Trevor go and I had to go to, with Tua. And then I just traded for Deshaun Watson. So I got, I got a mess. I have an absolute mess. Wait, you trade Tua for Deshaun, or you have Tua and Deshaun? I have Tua and Deshaun. You know what they say when you have two quarterbacks. (laughs) I almost dropped everyone and just picked up Daniel Jones off the waiver wire and said, "I think he's going to have a good year." I think you have Josh Allen, you have Hurts, you have Mahomes, you have Burrow. Those are like your four studs, and then I think you have Herbert. And like Justin Fields, and I'm probably missing someone else. But then, other than that, I think the field is pretty close. But I know, but what you want is those top four or five. Like, you can't, I I hate going into a week and being like, I don't know if I'm going to play a quarterback. What's the matchup look like? And you play the guy that puts up 10 and the other guy puts up 40. Like, that's beyond frustrating me. The thing I'm telling you is, I employ, and this is what I tell you is just draft where you can to fill out the roster with the best players you like, you want, and then your bench will just, who cares? That's And then that way, what I'm telling myself is I, the likelihood of me altering my, my lineup outside of a bye week is nil. Yeah. Don't be like me and where you're swapping out David Carr for Ryan Tannehill every week because you didn't draft a quarterback. Oh, I'm I'm excited for fantasy football. I'm excited for red zone. I'm excited for playoff baseball. I'm excited for yeah, this week or this month's gonna be great. September Are you excited 10th. for the Cougs last year in the Pac twelve? Oh, that one stings a bit. Yeah. Sorry, too soon. Too soon. Like I gotta go I gotta go over to Pullman and see a game. I gotta take Kennedy or something like that to kind of save my peace. Not that I would never go back. It's just going to be different not being in a division that, you know, you get to see Oregon, USC, you know. Um, we obviously had a good rivalry or the Apple Cup with UW. Like, those those are games you, you drive over to see. You know, you're not driving over to, to go. Now you are to, to tailgate and so forth or see, you know, your old stomping grounds, whether it's a bar, pub, whatever. But without those teams, it's kind of, you know, the, the weight shifts there. You're like, all right, I'm going for the experience now rather yeah. than maybe watch the team. And, you know, the experience can change based on the weather, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it sucks. Again, money, money. Is team. I went to a college that doesn't have a football team. I, I know. The Santa Clara Blancos, you guys should spin out the WCC. You know, get football teams. There's enough players on the on the transfer portal. You could form a team real quick. I saw uh, Coach Calipari say that coaches hold on to one to two scholarships for players coming in and out of the portal, and that's a result of like 300 plus kids not getting scholarships every year. That is the impact of the transfer portal. It's college athletics is just bonkers right now. Like We've hit the bottom. We have. We have. In terms of player experience, fan experience, 
it, it is the bottom. It is so, you know, I can't follow where a kid is. Like I used to in college, we'd be like, here's a guy, Will Dirting from OMAC, Washington, small little town. My freshman year, he got in, made a big special teams play. Like everyone went bananas. The next year he picked off like some guy and returned it for a touchdown. He ended up being like an all pack 10 linebacker, played all four years, gritty. Like everyone loved him. You'd see him at the Coug too, drinking and like hanging out. Like we loved Will. He was just an awesome guy. That's never going to happen again in college athletics. Never. The kid doesn't like where he's at. He's going to leave. Yeah. And it's ridiculous that coaches, they don't prey upon that, but it's, it's, they're playing the game too. The coaches do or don't prey upon that. I, in a sense, you know, it's, I don't know if they prey upon it. It's an, listen, if you're a lower, if you're a subdivision school, you're probably getting kids out of the portal that you wouldn't normally get because their options have dried up. Okay. Good for you. You're getting better players, but also you're not bringing in high school kids that are more prone probably to invest in your program and stay there three to four years. So you get this basically kids just rotating in and out of, of these seats and you want kids that can play right away. Right. You got to um, win right away. So I think these coaches do prey on these kids because if you're Alabama, you want that sophomore junior at Clemson that can make an impact on your team. So you don't have to rely on an 18 year old the next year. Exactly. So what do the 18 year olds do? Unless you're a four-star, five-star kid, what do you do? You're probably you not getting Then You don't play and you go somewhere else. Somewhere else, right? If you're a four or five-star kid, because there's always that, you're going to wear that and you're going to get right of entry. You're going to get a scholarship wherever you want to go. But if you're a two-star, three-star kid, Will Dirting was probably a, a half-star kid. I'm serious. You know, a kid that wasn't recruited, but yet, you know, matured and... and Ended up becoming a really, really good player at a really high level. You know, he didn't go to the NFL, but those are the guys are going to miss. Any any storylines or maturation of kids in the program, what about becoming better people in your program? That's not going to happen. You're going to juice that kid for whatever he's got in one year. If he's not happy, he leaves. So what? Yeah. But You're why does every bottom. kid think that they deserve to play right away? Like, it never because was. Like, they're told. What about, like, working your way into the starting lineup, working your way into the rotation. If you transfer, there could be kids that are better in your position the following year where they get recruited or transfer to the program. The grass is not always greener. Yeah. The advent of, I don't know, the grass is, I don't know, recruiting's become three-star, four-star, five-star. You know, all of a sudden you're ranking, like I outrank you, so I should play before you. Yeah. Okay, sure. You know, the kid walks in with that. I was a former four-star. Who are you? I'm a three-star that's going to kick your ass in practice. You know, that. that's, I think it's come, the, the, it starts with the rankings. The kids that, you know, are being told they have the, you know, they go to a recruiting visit and get pictures with whatever, you know, made up for them. And, they get headshots. They go with you to your little modeling shoot and they get headshots. Yeah. Exactly. How did your modeling gig go? Phenomenal. Great. It was an amateur photo shoot for Fujifilm. So Fujifilm had all people that wanted cameras. And uh, I, had a, I had a background behind me and the guys would just, I'd like, they'd point at me and I'd make eye contact. 
and they do a couple shots, change things, and then they'd be on their way. It's great. I had a couple guys come up to me afterwards. They're like, hey, I got a few great shots that you do mind if I send it to you. I can't believe you've used this podcast to get an NIL deal with Fuji, <laughs> and I'm still here. It's all, it's I'm open awesome. for NIL business. <laughs> oh, um, but but college athletics, let's let's wrap on this. I don't know if I'll watch a college football game this year. That's not. Oh, really? That's not the Cougs. I don't believe. Getting you didn't for, watch any games in week zero? No, not one second. No, will I? Come on. I want to watch USC play San Jose State or Navy crush. No, I don't want to see these games. What about Coach Prime's debut playing our TCU for, from TCU Horn Frog? Listen, I'll watch for storylines like that, but outside of that, like I don't have no no, I don't I couldn't name more than five college football players. Caleb That's... Williams, uh, Luke May, and uh, that's all I got. Exactly. See, it's well, we do have LSU, Florida State this Sunday, the third. That'll be a good game. Jalen Daniels, Bakersfield. How many? How many years has he been in the ranks? He keeps transferring. That's what you got to do. <laughs> How are you playing this year? I don't know. It's four games in. I got to make a determination if I'm getting the hell out of here or I'm staying. So if I throw a pick on that first route, then I'm gone. If it's a touchdown, I'll stay. Like that's what it's come down to. And seeing Jaden Daniels, who used to play at ASU, and I think I actually, no, I maybe didn't watch Daniels, but again, Pac-12 guy, say, say la vie and go play for, for LSU is the, per, the epitome of what college sports has become. Yes, it has. Greener pastures and greener includes money. Jaden Daniels used to play against Bryce Young and Pop Warner when they're kids. That's how we bring it all full circle. Bryce Young is going to start for the Carolina Panthers. Jaden Daniels, NFL, because he transferred three times. Just uh, pro, t- pro tip do not draft a Panthers wide receiver. Don't draft anyone from the Panthers. I keep hearing Jonathan Mingo. Like, I'm not drafting John. I'm not Adam Thielen. I'm not drafting any of these guys. Ever, all the rookie wide receivers look absolutely phenomenal on paper. Yeah. Then they get out there and realize that they're not playing against two star quarterbacks. <laughs> so, oh, good luck so, next week. Thank you. Good luck re- in the draft and in the marriage. All right. I want to report. We'll we'll recap on Thursday. All right. Big Ben Kwin on No Filter Net and Caffeine TV and anywhere you get your podcast. I'm Kwin. He's Big Ben. Download, listen, and subscribe. Don't be afraid. Give us a five star rating. We're not five star athletes, but we're five star podcasters. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Threads and TikTok. It's at Big Ben Kwin underscore at Big Ben Kwin underscore. And we're out. Go M's. J-Rod, top 75 player. Mookie's falling off. Mookie, number one. Later.